Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Summarize with AI in a click. Writer's block? Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. man show special guest out of brooklyn new york little caribbean up there i know how it is up there he's from the great country of haiti the first country to overthrow the white supremacy slavery that's why Hello. hate hate to this day because they yeah. did that and she represents haiti out of port of princess oxdale joseph with me on the boss man show on your radio what's up with you Hi. <clears throat> hi, hi, everyone. Um, well, as you mentioned, my name is Azdab. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's a pleasure. I am honored. Um, but yes, like you said, I am from Haiti. You guys can hear the accent. I never lost it. I mean, I only came here when I was 13 years old. So <clears throat> I don't think I'll ever lose it. But yes, that's about it. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, I love the country of Haiti. I love my Haitian brothers and sisters. I feel like we in the diaspora should try to help more often because we saw what they did to the Haitians at the border. Yes, that should have taught people. Yes, it's all about their interests. They don't. The U.S. has always tried to over to make Haiti suffer because what well, they they did to France, Toussaint Louverture and Dessaline. It's unfortunate. Got them it. suckers. They want to make it. Haiti suffer for it. You said it all. Um, such a beautiful country. I couldn't stress it even more. Um, beautiful country, beautiful people, amazing people at that, regardless of what you guys do see uh, on national TV or the internet. Um, it's not what it really is. Um, however, Haiti has been suffering for God knows however long. I don't even think I was born yet, and we're still suffering. Um, and as you mentioned, um, it's up to me, it's up to you. It's up to everyone um, as a nation, as a community to come together and, you know, make sure Haiti could get back to where it was before. But um, actually, we're going to talk about it because that's what I'm doing. Um, I've been inspired. I've had my good share and bad share in Haiti. I mean, I lost, I lost my mom in Haiti um, due to a robbery. Um, and you would think I would never want to go back to Haiti. It's not it for me. I have gotten kidnapped in Haiti and where my father had to pay for them to release me. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's not a, it's a sad story to tell, but, um, am I going to give up on Haiti? Absolutely not. My goal is to go back there, create as many jobs and opportunities for these young people thinking that 
the easy way is the best way to go about life. So that's that's what I, I plan on doing for actually the rest of my life. Yes, and I use this show as a platform. To, I'm I'm Pan African, okay. So I'm about to diaspora. I'm Pan African, so I try to tell my brothers and sisters in Central America, you're African too. It's a bus. It's a boat trip. You speak French. I'm speaking yeah. English. You speak Spanish because of a boat trip. <laughs> That's all it is. That is true. <laughs> and that is true. Don't let them trick you with the I'm Ladino and Matizo. That's just mm. me. That the Spaniards got with your indigenous ancestors and made up some new, made, try to d- dilute what you really are, which is African. That's true. So, so we do here at the bar. We give you history here. We give people sports, entertainment, history. So, tell us about being a full time mother of a two year old son. I tell you what, I don't have any kids myself, but they're very energetic. They give me hope for the future. I'm actually hoping as we're talking and having this interview, he's not going to come around. But let me tell you about being a mom of a two year old. I am a new mom, um, proudly. Um, it's a lot of work but it's the best thing that could have happened to me, to be honest with you, regardless of um, how painful it was, um, my pregnancy was, it was not a good story to tell. And I've shared it with my um, followers on Instagram, but this little man, <laughs> beside God, that's my little savior. Um, it's hectic. I've, I have my days. Um, as a mother, as a new mom, I know when to reach out for help and I have good family support. Um, sometimes you have to breathe in and breathe out. And at time you might want to do it when the kid is not around and that's okay. It does not mean you're a bad mom. And that's how I live life. So on the weekend, if I want to know, if I want to go for a drink or two, um, I have an aunt, I have a, a cousin, I have a, my son's godmother. I have my brothers, my sisters. I can always call and say, Hey, I need a break. And they're always here for me. Um, it's, um, like I said, it, it has it's good days and bad days, but regardless, I have to be a mom and I have to be a mom 24-7. And it comes with, you know, wanting to be a mom and choosing to be a mom. No doubt. And like for me, working in the community with your young kids, showing these young kids, hey, I'm in my mid-30s. I've accomplished what I've accomplished. You can do it too. Don't, don't, don't look a bad scenario or circumstance bring you down the rest of your life. You know, because mm-hmm. I overcame some bad stuff to be wearing out today. And you can too as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt. And also, you are HR journalist. Tell me what does that do? Because now, are you the person looking at, at the names of the resumes coming through? Or are you the <laughs> one that is just keeping people in line, not doing nothing stupid, like harassing somebody and workplace environment stuff? What, what, what are you doing? All of them. All of them. Um, from receiving the resumes, um, taking a look at them. Um, interviewing, firing, um, training, um, onboarding, you name it, I do it all. So as a, as a human resources generalist, that's, that is my job. It's a, it's a huge umbrella um, with different um, hats, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, this is what I do. Um, actually, today I was told that word, man, you're the coolest HR. And I've been in that HR field ever since I was in high school. Um, I went to college and I became passionate about it, worked for the top million dollar companies as an HR manager um, or director. Um, and now I am currently an HR generalist for the Department of Education. 
Um, I think the question you're probably going to ask is why being in HR, <laughs> growing up and having my first job, human resource managers always be known as the mean person. Nobody wanted to ever go to the HR office because in their mind, a human resource is only here to fire. No, I changed that whole rule. Um, I'm that friend as an HR person. You know, I'm that HR who believe in second chance. I'm that HR who's not going to look at you and judge you because of an outfit and not give you a job. Um, it, 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 it's deeper than that to me. It's more personal. Um, I make sure my community, I'm serving my community as an HR. Not to say I will not be hiring the other side. That is not what I'm saying. However, I am here to support and give somebody a chance to a better life. That's what I've been doing. And, and, and I can't, man, I, I, I couldn't see myself in a new, another career. I love what I do. I hope they love me too. Um, I keep in touch with them as if they're my little brothers. I'm not that old. So, you know, I have no choice but to be cool with them. You know, hey, what's going on? They, you, you won't imagine. I mean, as an HR generalist, you see what happened on my Instagram and they follow me 24-7. And first thing in the morning, I hear, Miss Joseph, I saw you. Oh, my God, that was really you, Miss Joseph? Yeah, that's me. Let's not talk about it. Let's move on. But um, you just have to be that person that encourages people because you have, to, you have to have a way of making sure employees follow, follow um, policy and procedures. And the best way of doing it is by becoming approachable, if that makes sense. Because what's going to happen is, and that's, that's what I've been, it makes my job easier too. I mean, God, I don't remember last I wrote somebody else. It's not my thing. I don't like doing it. But if I have to do it, I'm going to do it. Because that's what I'm being paid for, is to enforce policy and procedures. Um, but um, I make it fun. I always make it fun at work. Always laughing, always joking, always dancing. Whatever you see on IG, besides probably showing off, because obviously I have to dress up to go to work. Um, I make it happen in my workplace. So that way, people want to actually come to work. I ain't gonna lie to you. Some of your videos, I'm like, I'm surprised at work, you don't get uh, in trouble at work. And I get that too. How do you not get in trouble? I'm so like, I have look, a... look, I have no problem. I'm I'm okay with all of it, but I would, <laughs> how do you keep a nine to five and they seeing all what you're working with? <laughs> they do. And sometimes it'd be very uncomfortable, but I also have a boss who's a, a firm believer that what you do outside of work is what you do outside of work. You don't bring in or bashing the company. You get what I'm saying? My boss be on my page saying, girl, I wish I had half of the confidence you got. That'd be an awkward comment, but I'd be like, oh, you know, we make it happen. Yeah, because I'm serious. I'm like, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, now personally, me, I'm cool. I'm laid back. I'm cool with it. I was like, you know, she a black woman and, 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 and having a nice job like that and showing all of that off. I'm like, I don't know how she going to work and not catch hell. <laughs> hey, listen here. When you're a good person, um, people don't come after you that way, that much. No because, doubt. You know, I just do my thing. I do what I have to do at work. And I Instagram is another job for me. That's what I said to my boss. Listen here, let me hustle. That's that, And we keep it going. No doubt. Also, I see you try to cater and hold seafood events. Now, I'm going to lie to you. I like catfish and whitening fish and shrimp. Ooh. Nothing else. Okay? I don't I don't understand crab legs or crab boils. I don't, I don't understand You're missing I, out. 
lobster. I don't, I don't understand all that stuff. I just get the, the whitening fish, catfish, tater tots, and the hush puppies, and I go with that and shrimp. I don't know what I'm saying else. Tell me, tell me, tell me about seafood more and how you can those events. What seafood should I try? Because I don't understand it besides what I eat. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I'm going to tell you something. If, if you run around any of my friends or family, the one thing they're going to say about Oxdale is she's a hustler. So I hustle life really hard, but the legal way. I started doing seafood in my house every weekend selling seafood and every weekend I was sold out every weekend I'm sold out you know and one time I said there was a chef in Boston um, whom I went to high school with and I said listen here you have the crowd I have the crowd let's make something happen why don't we throw a seafood, seafood event man you will not believe it it went beyond our capability it was over packed it was crazy. You know, people from every culture came out. And I'm like, wow, that became a thing. Believe it or not, I like to believe that I am one of the few in Brooklyn that studied that seafood business. And so with that, um, other people started doing it at their house. And um, I kind of slowed down. Why did I slow down doing it at home? Because my followers grew. And not every follower is a good follower. And sometimes people are going to, because I was, serving it here in my house oh yes yeah, come to just creep you out you know and i felt like it wasn't safe anymore this is where i live this is where my son resides um you never know who you're gonna come across you know with the comments i'll be having on instagram so i stopped doing making seafood on the weekend which which was very unfortunate because i was making good money out of it so with my events i was I'm, i've been traveling and then tomorrow um, this promoter hit me up and said, hey, um, we're having an event and we'd like for you to cater seafood. Boom, I'm going at it tomorrow. So every time I have an opportunity um, or I have a promoter hit me up or someone or a party, I have done, I've done a lot of um, catering for parties and first com communion and things like that, I would just make it happen. So that is, what about my seafood boil? It does have crab legs, eggs, potato, corn, shrimp, mussels, um, and fried plantain on the side where they could eat it with the gravy. So us patients, we do fried plantain, and not a lot of people know about fri the fried plantain besides um, people from the island and mostly Spanish. So given that, you know, putting the gravy on it and eating your crab, amazing. I wish you liked that because I would have said when you come here, I'll let you judge yourself. I may let you let me try that because I, I I need to try new things. No, I'm a picky eater. I will not lie to you about that. I'm a real picky eater. When I find something I like, I go with it. Try it. You'll come <laughs> back for more. That's all I got to say. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take your word on that. Take your word on that for sure. Tell us about your retail store, L L Le Marche, out of that yeah. in Haiti. Le Marche. Yeah. Le Marche. Le Marche. Le Marche. Okay. It's a French word um, that stands for, back then, Le Marche was um, more for like poor people. They will see Le Marche as people like my mom, you know, middle class who will go and have a little thing somewhere and different people just selling things. Um, but I, I put it in a classy way, if that makes sense. Um, yes. I did not want to use that word in Haiti, Le Marche, as in 
only poor people could do it or you know that that's how they look at it so then i went back home um i went crazy about having a store in a store where i could bring um brand brands like um fashion nova um shein you know some well-known brands that i've worked with and so i'm gonna have different areas in my store because people in haiti would buy it and you know with the shipping costs and it's a lot so having to do that, it gives them the opportunity of, number one, not having to go online and have to pay mad money for the shipping to go to Haiti. Now they have a store where they could actually go. It's like going to Macy's and there's like Calvin Klein, Nike, and different brands. So they get to see that in a, you know, a store. So that's what Lamarche is about, is having different brands. Um, hoping to open my door um, by next month on my birthday. Um, for the grand opening, and and I've been doing it online, but now it's gonna be a physical store. No doubt. Hey, you you are definitely a hustler. I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> hustling. I started off hustling young. I was selling candy, lemonade, CDs, DVDs. I used to burn all the CDs. I was the CD and DVD man, you know. And I ain't gonna lie, I sell porn too. I had, I had all the video, <laughs> I had all the booty talks, hey, ghetto booties, all the ghetto <laughs> booties you wanted, all that asses. <laughs> I had all that and I was doing it at the high school. Wow. Like, I got suspended one time. I got caught in the bathroom. I was going to ask about that too. I got caught in the bathroom making uh, one of them porn transactions. I got set up. Oh, man. It's like, oh, what? All that ass? Yeah, all that ass. <laughs> you tried. Yeah, I, I, I took my 10 days off. Like, okay. I was on. Out the school, the school bus drop. Hey, bro, I got, I got it, bro. He didn't hurt me. Give me ten days. It's more time to burn CDs and DVDs. He didn't hurt me none. Give me ten days. Screw you. So yeah, radio consulting, marketing. Hey, I'm a, I'm hustle too. Hustle real hard. Now, how'd you become an influencer on on the IG tip? Because how, how did you get your breakthrough in that uh, regard? Man. Let me tell you something, and for anyone listening to me right now, in life, in this life, you only need one shot at something. One shot. When it's your time, it's your time, and you're going to shine regardless. How did I? I, that's a, I, I would like to answer that question, and I don't even have an answer to it. One video. I'm a, I'm a goofy woman as well. I like to dance. I mean, hello, we're from the island. Every now and then, we want to whine, we want to do certain things. And I was actually about to drop my son to my aunt and the music was so good. I got out the car and started dancing and whining to it. Boom. And one day that video went up to 2 million. And I woke up the next day from 3,000 followers on my Instagram. It went up to 15,000. Honestly speaking, I said, who licked my video? Is it an ex? what happened i'm starting to think every single thing in this world i'm like from three thousand to fifteen thousand something is not right what is going on with my name out there then i'm calling my friends and my friends are calling me what is going on as i'm talking like in the midst of me telling you this it was just followers after followers every day i was getting like five thousand ten thousand and now I'm, I'm almost at 150,000. It was that one video and I, I ran with it. You know, I started making more videos um, of me dancing and I started having all these brands reaching out. Um, you know, how much can we pay you to wear our clothes or shoes? 
um, whatever it was, and my emails every day is just going crazy. Boom. I'm an influencer too. Add it to my resume. Oh, no, nah, hey. It's all because you have a vibrant smile <laughs> and you use what God gave you very well when you start dancing and twerking. <laughs> I'm being PC as I no, can on this radio. I mean, listen here. <laughs> you're lying. I think it's the smile, um, personality, and the body. Um, I yeah, mean, I'm blessed. blessed. I'm blessed with a cute little body. I'm not. I'm a cute. I'm a. I'm a small little person. Believe it or not. But you take one punch though. Punch. Hey. I won, but I do have the boobs and you know a little booty and you know the shape and boom. Yeah, yeah, I am. Pack of punts. So, I mean, you no, know, I'm trying to keep it FCC compliant and not say what I really could say. <laughs> I don't want to get no fine but say the wrong thing. <laughs> oh, me too. Or he said the wrong thing. Take the boss match off the radio. Screw that guy. He messed up. So, treading lightly in what I was saying. <laughs> Man. I don't yes. want to get canceled this week, you know. <laughs> I want to get canceled, Lord. They canceled that canceled the show, Lord. They canceled me, but yeah, I feel you though. Hey, it's definitely good. That you're a hustler, like you said. Like trying to be there for you and your son, you know. And talk about Brooklyn. I love it because it's so diverse. So many people from the diaspora and the Caribbean are, are up in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and so. To me, that's the borough I mess with now. Now, Barclays Center, where I go to work at, is gentrified like crazy. They ain't the real BK, though. Yeah, they're not. Yes. I love BK. Um, when I first left Haiti, this is where I lived with my dad for a little bit. Um, went to high school for a short period of time before I, I moved to Boston. BK is home. It's my second home. That's what I say. And I always knew I would come back here. Um, I've only been back here for five years. Because I grew up in Boston. Um, but why do I like BK? As crazy as it is, and I know a lot of people said, it's like, nah, who wants to be? It's the ghetto. You know, sort of, kind of. It is the ghetto. Um, but walking out of my house, although I do drive and have my own car, but, you know, having the the uh, the the honor of just walking out a block away, here's the nail salon, here's the supermarket, here's the um, Home Depot, here's um, BJ's. How amazing is that? That's amazing, no? Having to see so many different cultures and backgrounds, I die for different cultures. Jamaican, Trinidadians, um, Guyanese. I love it. You know, it's like, I feel like it's like a Haiti, but with different little countries inside of it. Does that make sense? Yes. And so it gives me joy. It gives me joy because I'm not stuck in just one community. You know, it's so many different people. And I like that my son is seeing that as well, you know? It's you can you can never sleep in Brooklyn, you know. Two three o'clock in the morning, I need some jerk chicken. I'm getting some jerk chicken. I need some Chinese food. I'm getting some Chinese food. You can't go wrong with that. I love Brooklyn. Yes, I do too. It's my favorite New York stop. I, the Garden is the Garden. I like going to Brooklyn and getting to explore BK when we come up that way. I love it, and uh, I like New York. I don't like the cold weather. I know. Like, you're from it's the island. How do yeah. you do cold weather? I don't like it. But I don't like the heat either, if that makes sense. See, I, I, I love the heat. I don't. It, it gets me very frustrated. Um, the only reason why I like the heat, because I'm always almost half naked. 
with my outfit. So, you know, that I like about it. But um, winter, I, I kind of like the fact that we have different seasons. Um, and I'm so much into fashion. Having to look forward to each season so I could dress up to it is where I guess I get the excitement from. But um, besides the snow that I completely hate, I could deal with the cold. I can't <laughs> drive in snow. I wrecked my car in 06 in snow. I haven't drove in snow since. Like, nah, I'm good. Oh, you actually happened to you. Oh, yes. Wow. I wrecked my rig who I had tricked out. I was going to get some hot, some barbecue with, with, with a female I was dating at the time and uh, slid out, ran to a tree, messed up my whole front end and yeah, it was... On top of me giving you some seafood, I might have to give you some driving lessons, you know. It's okay. I got you. I when it snows you. in Atlanta, I don't come out of the house. Oh, God. I mean, the snow in Atlanta will be like that little, but y'all so dramatic about it. Like, come <laughs> on. Like, y'all be getting me upset. I just be like, did they just close school and everything yes. because Look, of that? snow, I'm not leaving the house. I can't do it. I don't. I don't want to wreck my rig again. Let me tell you, I love Atlanta, but it's a joke. Okay. Hey, that's how you come, Atlanta. I want you to just enjoy the humidity and the heat here. Enjoy that. <laughs> I want to show you the enjoy these Texas days. Eighty-four degrees and humid is all get out. I hear that. I love it. <laughs> like you know, I'm in my nice red shirt. You know, it's all good. So yeah, like yeah. When it, that last time we had that ice storm in like fourteen. I didn't come out of the house for a week. Wow. I wow. ate canned goods that, for a week. That is serious. That is very serious. We don't have salt here. Out. We don't have salt here. Yeah, but I don't even think you need that much salt, to be honest. What? Like, like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad comparing to what we be having. It's really not that bad. Yeah, I, 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 I don't have a snow shovel or... A blower, whatever, uh, whatever y'all y'all use to get out, <laughs> dig out your driveway. I don't have done it. I, I, I'm just gonna sit here and watch it melt whenever it melt. Like, hey, melt, please. I can't melt, please faster, please melt. <laughs> I get snowed here in like February. Wow. And I was in the house four days. Like, hey, right, man, look. that's the problem. Yeah. So when I see <laughs> snow in the forecast, man, like, yeah, I'm in the house forever. Came home. <laughs> I'm not going nowhere. Yeah. Uh, y'all see me when it melt. <laughs> so, yes. So let me ask you this. When you come to Atlanta, if you, if you what's your favorite thing to do when you come to Atlanta? What's where you gonna go to the club, going to the mall, you're gonna go eat? Where do um, we come here? Actually, I went downtown Atlanta with my I have a good friend of mine, Rochelle. She lives here and we grew up in Haiti. Um, and um I believe I went for her engagement party. Um I like we went downtown. I like the vibe, the restaurant. Um, she took us. She took us to some to, to the mall. I don't remember. Lance Mall or Phipps Mall, which in Buckhead? Which one? I think it was Phipps Mall. I think. Yeah. I think. We can tell y'all tourists. We, we local. We don't. We don't go there. The locals don't go there. We don't go there. Don't two miles. So yeah, y'all. Y'all never on tourist tipping. But I'm not gonna lie. I feel like everything was so far. It and is. That was like. I'm like, oh my god, how long? We have to drive that far to go to the store, and she's like, "Yeah, girl, we have to." Yes, I, I okay. Like, like everything is spread out in Atlanta. That's correct. Um, traffic's gonna be always be terrible, and you got we got careful shysters. Um, the, but the, the, the houses, 
Let me tell you something. Yes. I am definitely gonna invest in y'all properties. The houses are to die and kill for. Love them. Yes. A lot of land here. And it's cheaper than New York Come land. Who you telling? And no income. Well, y'all income taxes is high, is high, is high, higher than ours, but it's pretty high in New York compared yeah, to with Georgia. Super high. Yeah. So between <laughs> the city taxes, the state taxes, yeah. <laughs> Ugly, but I like the. I, I love to visit New York. I got friends in, over in Jersey too. Newark, East Orange, Hackensack, Montclair, Secaucus. I got friends over there across the water. You're just a busy guy. Let me tell you that much. Yeah, I, I, I missed. I miss all that stuff up there. I missed coming out last year. I didn't miss that. I'll be there Christmas Day for Nixon Hawks at, at, at the Garden. I'll be up there. So it's all good. I love New York. I hope it's not too cold Christmas Day. I'm praying. It's I'm, actually gonna be very cold. Sorry see, to disappoint. Like I, I don't have like a, a big coat, so I'm wearing like hoodies over hoodies. No, you can't do that when it's Christmas time here in New York. I'm sorry, but you gotta run to Burlington and grab a nice coat that's gonna keep you warm. Sorry, but that's how it is. I don't have a nice coat. Unless you gotta get sick. I don't have a nice coat. I have like pullovers and quarter zips <laughs> and hoodies. Burlington Coat Factory got you covered. Don't <laughs> say I didn't tell you anything. Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> well, Oxdale, thank you for your time tonight. It was very fun to talk to you on the I show. Do this again real soon. And I will see you soon because I'm coming your way. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking to you. And let's do it again. Will do. Folks, it's Oxdale Joseph on the Boss Man Show. Rosedale on Instagram. Follow her today. See her dancing, her smile <laughs> on your gram. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.